All right, and we've got a Cleveland Moto podcast going on. It's a very it's a very tight podcast, very small podcast, kind of a pocket-sized podcast. It's actually the perfect-sized podcast. I agree. Look four, at us sitting here people. in four channels of separation. Mm-hmm. It's just like what the microphone is. And we're actually we almost perfectly on access. We're lined up. This will probably be the best-sounding, less uh, chicanery. Yeah, well, I'm on the <laughs> although, left. John's, although John's seat's talking to us a little bit. I'm so, on the left, John Chrome's on the right. Yeah, and then Steve, for lunch. Steve Hopper. John's seat's talking a lot. And the, uh, what is that, the south chair? Uh, well, he'll, he'll be... No, he's north. I'm north. He's north. Yeah. But he'll, yeah. be de- he'll be dead center because he's in between the capsules, Excellent. and so are you. And I'm center too, so there you have it. So our podcast is a four-person <laughs> podcast. Uh, we are, we're four strong in the garage tonight. The uh, All of our other members are off doing other fun and adventurous, exciting things, riding motorcycles in Tennessee and all kinds of good shit. Prepping I'm, for camping. I'm going to pop the cap on my uh, Budweiser and Clamato Picante. Sounds like a vanilla. <laughs> it, it, is, it really does. It's the, but uh, the Budweiser Clamato Picante Chalada is nowhere near as good as the Dos Equis Chalada. The Dos Equis Chalada is totally better. So what uh, what comprises that beer right there? Um, a little clam juice, uh, tomato, a little clam juice, lime, uh, a little chili, and uh, some Budweiser beer. And I just you know this is one of those things that okay. travel. Yeah, please do. Traveling in uh, traveling in Mexico, I've gotten hooked on the chiladas, and sounds like the Woo! perfect oh, after wow. uh, hang, hangover ah. drink. It is the perfect after Ooh. hangover drink. Yeah, your mouth's got a lot going on right now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a flavor explosion. It's like you just drank beer. That's and, really good, isn't that good? Oh, it's really it's good. like you just drank beer and soup at the same time. Would you like to try it? <laughs> Johnny Chrome is saying that is the no. perfect analogy right there. It's, it, Seriously, it's like I did. I just drank. Some. The marketing is hilarious because it says twenty-five fluid ounces, I and then it says like one that. extra ounce at the top of the can. Uh, I do not like clams unless they are yeah bearded. bearded. Mm. <laughs> yes, the bearded land clam. The uh, what we were talking about uh, today. I ordered or didn't order a a shipment arrived today of some aftermarket accessories for the Aprilia Manus, and. Uh, one of them was the aftermarket rack that is actually manufactured by Aprilia. I mean, it's an actual Aprilia part, and it is fantastic. I mean, it's beautiful. The workmanship yeah, it's, yeah, it's already on my bike. Yeah, and it's, it's it arrived this morning, and you already have it mounted to your motorcycle. I had it in my arms when you sent me the text that it arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good timing, huh? <laughs> the. Uh, I it's really nice. My ears pick, you know. Yeah, I was like, oh, accessories. But every Except- motorcyclist loves a nice rack, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is one of the nicest. Uh, it's really well built, and uh, I had ordered in the GV rack that was specifically to use their monokey or monolock top plates, and it is not nearly as nicely constructed or easy to install as the uh, the rack that comes from Aprilia. So sometimes right, you stick with the uh, they have machined inserts. Yeah. To mount the GV rack. Yep. Or to mount the mono. To mount the mono, yeah. And now I can finally take that bike on a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, Although you have taken it on trips. I have, but yeah. now I... Now you can load up. I, but I had to wear the same clothes for a week. Are you doing... Are you going to do the side boxes? Well, then. I think I'm just going to do the top box. The top box, yeah. Because it's just too wide for... I mean, oh, yeah. Those side boxes are seriously huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame. It would be nice if you could get just a small set of... Uh, like A narrower tank. city yeah. case... Yeah. Smaller case for it would be nice. Square. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't either. That but bike would look sharp with some of the, the Venture yeah. style yeah. aluminium cases. Yeah, 
The big, <laughs> the big bolded black cases. They're huge. I mean, they'll carry the world, but they're big, man. That's that's thirty five liters per case. It's a big case. So yeah, it is uh, getting the bike set up to be a. I mean, I'm planning that once the season slows down, I'm planning on taking a solo trip on my bike and, and going for a nice run, a nice long run, and you know that'll. Now I have all Canada, the luggage. The Rockies, Mexico. I'm thinking maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking. Well, I'm also thinking what it might be is I've got some bikes I have to pick up in California. Wow. So I'm thinking we can ride. I'll just I'll just jump on the bike and head west, and I can go through Denver and uh, kind of well, head out. Get the other bikes back. Well, that's what you can rent trucks, you know. Oh, that's yeah. true. Or even buy a good one out there that's yeah, not all salty and nasty. And I was gonna say too, buy a buy buy a diesel, right? Yeah. Bring it back here mm-hmm. and sell it to some of these freaking exactly. kids, kids around here that are freaking rolling coal, man. Diesel junk. Got to roll coal. The. Uh, <coughs> But yeah, I was thinking about going out west and uh, buying a truck out there and hauling the bikes back with that, and then just being all set up. So it's a fun well, little you, adventure. You're taking your trailer back too, right? Uh, we'll see how it plan pans out. There's there's still some there's still a lot of negotiations between now and picking everything up. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll see how it fleshes out. But the uh, uh, big thumbs down to Montgomery Motorsport in uh, San Clemente, California, that <clears> took on a number of bikes to me. For, for me to sell on consignment and then proceeded to not advertise them, not really try to sell them at all. And then just cried the blues about, well, you know, now the carbs are dirty and all this crap and want to charge me money to put them back into running condition that they were in running condition the day they were delivered. And uh, guess what? If you don't run a bike and you don't keep on top of it and you don't try to sell it nine months later, the carbs might be dirty. Stunning. You call yourself a motorcycle shop. Yeah. Not much in my book. Yeah. So it's not what you're going to pick up. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. You learn me. when somebody tells you they're going to do Gold something for you. Home. You know, maybe I'll be able to buy it. Who knows? Yeah. What's that? All the old members coming. You home. know. Oh wow! 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 That's one of them, right? What's yeah? Well, yeah, I think yeah. it's That's one of them. I think it's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, there's a there's a number of bikes out there. We'll see. You know, the the guy who runs the place, Mark, he's the guy that promised. Oh yeah, we'll sell these for you. We'll get way more money for you than you're oh. asking for on Craigslist. I'll buy. I'll take them all, and I'll sell them on consignment. And get you a lot more money. And then he proceeded to take them all, and then not even like, I mean, hey, you go to my website. All the bikes that are on consignment for other people are listed on the website. And I put Craigslist postings up, and I put eBay auctions up. We try to sell bikes for people. This guy didn't do shit. This guy that was just, like, yeah, it was nothing. It was just empty promises. So, and here it is, nine months later, ten months later, and he hasn't done shit. Up the Buckeye. Yeah, he really. Yeah. <laughs> Wind up your ass. He, yeah, he really overpromised and underdelivered, and I have no problem throwing him under a bus at this point because, you know, fuck that guy. The uh, his behavior was uh, is completely unacceptable, and even just as a business person, you know, it's just not the way you roll. But right. the, if you, your word is the only thing you have. And he was so gung ho. I mean, the guy was just like, yeah, yeah, we'll do this. I got people in Jan- I got people in Japan. I got people in Europe. We'll sell these bikes, man. These bikes are all going to go, and we're going to get great money for them. And then call me up six months, seven months later. I'm sorry, don't call me up. Make me chase you down and have it be like, oh, well, you know, the market's really flat, and I haven't been able to sell them. Well, dude, first thing you got to do is put them on your website. If they're not even on your fucking website, that tells me you're not trying real hard. I don't see the market being flat for uh, unmolested bikes. I'm telling you, these bikes were all 70s bikes that ran great and are all desirable, right. you know? 
Um, yeah, you have a real hard time selling a CB550. Sounds like me, a 70s unit that's mm. desirable. <laughs> Highly desirable. Highly desirable. <laughs> Highly desirable. And uh, Me too, I'm a vintage 72. Yeah. So uh, I took a bike over. We went really slammed at the shop with service work. I mean, tons and tons of service work. Um, we're going to have a new name for Emmy. New, Emmy's new name is going to be the Shadow Whisperer. <laughs> because you say digit because of her finger. Well, we can call her digit because she just tried to take her finger off, and she's got ten fresh stitches. How the in her hell finger. did that happen? Um, you know when you buy a grinder, an electric grinder, mm-hmm. and it has that big metal guard on it. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to leave the guard on. Right. The guard's really not supposed to be taken off. No, Unless you're supposed to adjust it for clearance. <clears throat> yeah, you could do be that. Like a quarter yeah. inch yeah. away from the rock. No. Right. Right. Now, as you're saying this, don't look at my grinders on the bench. Uh, <laughs> no, these are those are stationary <laughs> grinders. This is a handheld unit. Oh, and, and it's a handheld like unit, an angle grinder. Yeah, yeah, angle grinder, proper angle grinder. And uh, so they put on one of those uh, flappy uh, discs. The disc that has like the layers of the the paddles of uh, layers. You know, flapper wheel. Flapper wheel. Thank yeah. you. And it's got a big flapper wheel on it. And I guess she was at the bicycle shop making a welding together. Uh, two bicycles making a, make a tall bike. A tall bike. Yeah, yep. she's building a tall bike last night or night before last. And we'd left Porco, and I dropped her off at the. Uh, well, that's the start of the problem. There, no, we had barely, <laughs> we had barely, we had only had we had, we had but two drinks and an order of closing yeah, time two, nachos. But two drinks at Porco's it's is two adult drinks. Yeah, those, those are nachos. big. Yeah, those are big <laughs> drinks. But it was it was maybe only ten o'clock or nine thirty when we oh, left there. Oh man, that was a happy beer. Uh, Boy, that's what they call a heady IPA. Yeah, Whoa, shit, that Whew. thing's all over you. And they uh, they really. So she went in there and I guess Wouldn't be the first time today (laughs) (laughs) And it's all over you It's beer cocky (laughs) (laughs) Yes it was You watch that in slow motion over and over again (laughs) Yeah so she went over there and after all the welding was done I guess she was cleaning up some welds And the angle grinder got away from her Problem two Make them pretty enough so that you don't have to clean them. No, two, make them big and sloppy enough that you don't care and be like, look at the weld. Look at all 18 pounds of it. Yeah, you're either a welder or you're a grinder. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Either a real good grinder or a real good welder. Not normally, but not both. But so, yeah, I guess the grinder got away from her and it crawled up her hand. And uh, it crawled up her hand via her uh, left index finger, right index finger. And it laid open the top of her finger. I mean, it just, like, did a hell of a number right up to the knuckle, like, to the main middle knuckle. Ten, ten or twelve Ten stitches, stitches yeah. yeah ten ten stitches, stitches she got. I, I, I was trying to follow. I, I only know this from Facebook. Yeah. But uh, it sounds like Joe Hangosh was... Well, present. what had happened, no. What had happened is she did the deed <laughs> on Wednesday night. That's the only really uh, par- paramedic you know to call it to in the morning. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> she, she did the deed. Our friend Johan Gosh is a paramedic. Yeah, so. and one of the best, you know, yeah. and, you know, an award-winning paramedic. But he, she did the deed Wednesday night really bad, and then they, the people there at her, uh, and the tall boys, <clears throat> uh, tall bicycle club, uh, Vanna there, he's, he taped her up real good and wrapped it up and sent her home, and then she contacted me the next morning and said i don't know if i'm going to be able to go come to work i need to get a bunch of super glue and we got to put this thing back together so i ran to the dollar store grabbed a bunch of super glue 
and went to visit her, you know, on the way into the other shop. And I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, you, you know, that's not super glue. That's serious. <laughs> that's hospital. And so I said, well, you know, you can, you can open up and clean it up and you, you do what you want. I don't tell you what to do, but don't be stupid. If you need stitches, go get stitches. It's better to do that than lose a finger. And her mom works in Energicare, you know, so, and works, you know, works with Chris you know, our local, and our Chris podcast. Chris two of them. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, so that's, there's no reason to not go get stitched up. She was up. already waiting there for 24 hours to get some service. <laughs> yeah, she no shit. The, she saw the Red Cross and had right. to leave because it wasn't Because it wasn't legit, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get my finger stitched up out of protest. <laughs> but, uh, I guess Joe was nice enough to go over there and give her his expert opinion, which was, go get some fucking stitches. <laughs> <laughs> and so she went and got some she's, I think Joe probably looked at it and said don't be stupid go get stitches and so she went and got the stitches now she she did lose one day of going in and getting stitches but with her big giant dopey uh, you know that big bandage they give you over the stitches mm-hmm. yeah. makes your finger look like a big uh, <clears throat> fried dog. cheese on a stick <laughs> like corn dog, yeah. yeah big white corn dog albino corn dog yeah a big albino corn dog and you know Emmy's uh Emmy's a fucking trooper, man. That girl has got some heart. So she came back in and she's working all day today. And I'm watching her try to favor this, you know, and it's on her index finger. And so I'm watching her try to favor this thing. But I'm like, oh, man, today is not the day you want to be working with a lot of gasoline. You get gas- Ooh, God, I can't imagine how much that would hurt. Getting that, getting that whole suture thing filled up with gas. You'd have to use a real rubber instead of a finger. Right. Can. You'd have to use a legit rubber. Yeah. 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 yeah like just a serious, like, you know, an Irish, an Irishman's rubber. The, uh, but that was, uh, but 10 minutes into the job today, I went back in the service department and I'm looking at her and she's tearing this carburetor apart. And I look over and the thing is already like the dirtiest, nastiest, <laughs> greasy. Like you'll never know how greasy our shop is until you put on a white, large corn dog bandage <laughs> and then try to be around. And eh, give, her, give her credit. She fucking, she well, totally, nice. she rallied through the whole day and got a bunch of bikes turned out. And, uh, but yeah, it's been nothing but Honda Shadow 1100s and Shadow 750s. What is it with those bikes? Well, they now? made a billion of them and they're all 10 or 12 or 14 years old now. So they're all having the same problems. And they're coming out of the garage, hasn't run in two, three, four, five years. And uh, it's because the shadows were so plentiful and affordable, people couldn't leave their fucking hands off of them. So the one we have, and I'll put a picture up in the show notes. I think maybe you've seen it. But it's the one that's a 750, and it's got all the work done to it. Like this thing was some bizarro Harley Davidson, where it's like slammed to the ground. And with those bikes... Yeah, with those Is that bikes. The one you put pictures. Yeah, with the, the murals and stuff with the murals and shit. Is that owned by a dude named Ray Mel? I don't know. Not today. It's not. No, it's it's. Wait, yeah, and okay. and but it's got this giant, you know, highly it's... fantasy painting of a woman who looks just like Liza Minnelli on the gas <laughs> tank, <laughs> like yeah. like uh, barbarian. It's barbarian type style. Uh, yeah, yeah, style. Yeah, it's got a fucking. It's yellow and orange and red theme. It kind of looks like a McDonald's tribute thing. <laughs> it's all the wrong colors, and there's a hundred fucking thousand Arlen Nest pieces on it, and all the oh, shock mount guess covers. Guess it's better than a subway tribute. Oh, huh? yeah, everything. Yeah, no shit, and every fucking thing on there. Oh, we'll get into him. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. That's that's gonna happen. We can't not talk about that. Yeah, who yeah. started his career and ended his career? 
trying to get into smaller pants. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, the amount of evidence they pulled out of his house is astronomical. But anyway, we're talking about Jarrett from Subway. And yeah, he was trying to, you know, really talk people into that six-inch sub. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, he sh- just just be glad you're getting a six-inch sub where he's going. Maybe eight, maybe twelve. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, going to E Block, yeah. boy. Uh, <laughs> nobody's even trying to defend him. They're all just like, we just hope he. We we all just hope he gets the help he, just, he needs. He just pled, didn't he? Yeah. He oh no, it was like, it was just make this go away as fast as possible. His wife put up a statement. It's just like. You know, we did not know any of this, and we feel terrible, and we hope he gets the help he needs. But we are our marriage is dissolved instantly, and I'm claiming no knowledge of this human being. He had us all fooled. Well, there's like, also oh. that uh, Josh Duggar dude. I don't know about the story. Of that oh, man. he was outed by the Ashley Madison. So, oh, uh, so, so was uh, Jared. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Is he part of the Ashley Madison? Yeah, I didn't know oh, you could. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could troll for underage chicks on Ashley and Madison. <clears throat> well, apparently you can. Most underage chicks aren't married. I thought yeah, that was one of the I, primary requirements of Ashley. No, yeah, no, no uh, that was cheating on your spouse. Oh, okay, all right. The, the person you're cheating with doesn't have to be married. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, that's so, right. fun. So the cheat targets, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cheaters are all married or otherwise involved, but the cheat targets, there's no real because requirement. The internet for. is so secure that you want to put all that information out there anyway. Uh. <laughs> If I were to join a site like that, the one thing they would never get is a single factual piece of information about me. That's well, something I just don't understand. I already lie about everything I give on Facebook. I just don't understand that. What happened yeah. to going to the bars in the next town over from where you live? <laughs> I'm working for that pussy. <laughs> the 100-mile rule. You had to drive a little ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you had to put in the time behind the wheel, not this like click and get, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that bike, that freaking scrambled up freaking... <clears throat> 750 the insurance guy came out and took a look at it and because the bike was lowered so much and because the nature of a 750 shadow is that the engine cases do kind of hang a little bit below the frame rails um this guy's bash plate was his engine cases and the bike was so low and he was obviously doing a little bar hopping curb hopping that it wasn't a hit he tried to tell his insurance company that a stone came up and hit his motor cases and that's why they won't hold oil anymore when you got this thing up on a lift and when the insurance guy came out and looked at it, he looked at it and went, uh, yeah, this thing's been hit 20 times. It's leaking oil from everywhere. The water pump housing is sheared off of the case. So he had the, the blue book value on the bike is like $1,200, <laughs> but he had a $3,000 accessories rider on his insurance policy. And the insurance guy came out and looked at it and just went... Can you get and put a new motor in this bike for twenty five hundred bucks? And I'm like, yeah, but it won't be painted and all like gigawed up like his is. I mean, it'll be a motor, and the motor will be in the bike, and the bike will run if running is what you call what it does now because it's virtually unrideable. And uh, you lean the bike left or right ten degrees, and you're already <laughs> scraping on the frames. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I looked. I leaned the bike to the left. And the water pump is what touches down first when you lean the bike to the left. Yeah, it's under the cover. Yeah, it's right under here the left table. cover. Yeah, and it's it's the first thing to touch down. The uh, <laughs> I guess some kind of a large Harley Davidson. The uh, yeah, it happens a lot in my neighborhood. So yeah, so the insurance company guy was like, "Yeah, this is this is we want nothing to do with this. The salvage company will be here on Tuesday." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," because there's and I rode it. I just wanted to see what it rode like. 
I, I filled it up with oil. I cleaned off the back end so there wasn't too much oil on the back tire, and I took it out for a ride. I rode it exactly four blocks, made two turns, nearly killed myself on both of them, brought the thing back and just went, this is a marvel of bad engineering, and I want it out of my shop. So many Harley-Davidson logos on this fucking bike. So many Arlen Ness logos on this fucking bike. And it's a shadow. And it's a 750 shadow. And it's not even doing a good job of pretending to be a Harley-Davidson because it has a giant two-foot-tall radiator on the front, you know? So it's like, if it's a Harley-Davidson, you just ran over a chrome tombstone because that's what that giant (laughs) radiator looks like on the front of the motorcycle. So. uh... In 1993, yeah, this horrible storm came through uh, Euclid, mm-hmm. and a pole sheared off and went through my wife's hood and broke the valve cover and sheared the cam off. Holy shit! So I bought the car Sick. back. And yeah, it was leaking oil. Of course, the it's a fountain of oil. Shot. Yeah, I didn't want to spend any money. I right. bought a cam. I yeah. put the cam in. Yeah, and I made the valve cover out of a gutter. A gutter, really. <laughs> Hey man, all it's got to do at a gutter, at RTV. It's no compression. Yeah, all it's doing it. All it is is a splash guard. It's just to give the oil something to hit and fall back into the motor. So you just need to powder coat that motor with oh, yeah. well. Right. I already thought about. it. I was like, what's the cheapest way you can put this thing together? And the answer is go underneath it, clean the living tar out of it, vec blast it, you know, sandblast it, get it perfectly clean, you know, make sure there's no because the problem is oil's weeping out of it yeah. constantly. You know, and what's funny is I looked underneath it, and the motor that's in the motorcycle is a junkyard motor. It's got yellow paint on it. Like, it's got yellow numbers. It says 96, it says 96 VT750 written in yellow crayon on both engine cases. So it's a junk, it's a salvaged motor. I I wouldn't be surprised if the entire bike wasn't just a bits of bike. Yeah, pieced pieced together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's horrible. So, yeah. I never built one of those. Yeah. They're, they're just. I'm not a fan of those. Yeah. The only uh, VT750 that I like is that one that's almost. What is it? A, a G, uh, S. Fred or, you know, it's, it looks. Oh, like the a, sporty it, one. Yeah. 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 The sporty it one. Like that, a, it looks like a Sportster. It took Corbin to remember the one that Corbin did all the fancy custom work to. Mm-hmm. But it's got yeah. a high seat. It's yeah. a standard. When you sit on it, yeah. it's like a standard. They only made it for like three years, yeah. two or three years. Yeah. They're and that one is actually pretty. I mean, that one's a, comfortable. A comfortable ride. bike. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, we've had the share of weird, and I'm not going to say they're they're straight ahead horrible because they're important to the people oh. that own them and they think they're beautiful. But that Moto Guzzi T3 that you got to work on today, that thing, I mean, you talk about love it or hate it. Oh yeah, well, I liked. You know what? You I don't know from the <laughs> conversation. The I yes. don't know if you liked the tank or you didn't like the tank. I hate but the it tank. Was, it was it was interesting. <laughs> to it's me Jim Morrison's liked... grave themed. <laughs> so Zombie. the theme is. That my that, only friend in oh my god yeah <laughs> of our elaborate murals uh, the end how about people are strange they oh, yeah. strange things to motorcycles <laughs> because but the handlebars are like that yeah, it's like you're, okay you're they took way forward when the strange oh my god it's a strange they do stupid shit to their bike strange bike man they put rocks risers four inch tall rocks risers on the tri- upper triple clamps, to then elevate the factory bars to an obscene height, and then took the T3 gas tank off, which I think really looks good on Moto Guzzi T3s, and put on an old V7 gas tank. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's an old V7 gas tank. You know, you can tell it looks just like a new V7 gas tank. 
but then did the whole thing in Jim Morrison's grave site slash zombie mural <laughs> because yeah. but with I guess the, Jim Mar- with, you know. with a lizard on the side yeah. panel for the lizard <laughs> lizard's kind of cool the lizard king right it should be wearing a little crowd I don't fucking and it <laughs> and was then, obviously something that he cut out and laid on the bike, bike and then clear coated the fucker in so then deep crackle Right. Hard bags. Right. Crackle oh. hard bags. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crackle. No, it's bag. completely yeah, yeah, yeah. Mi- it's, mixed up. It's, I mean, it's bed liner. Up. Yeah, it is. It's bed liner. I do on like that. the tickler on that, though. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean. It's like a grenade pin. It is a grenade pin. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's it, like, that's it. You know what? <laughs> do you like this? Welcome to Motor Gucci, man. The, uh, Those but, old Gucci motors are, to me, they're the most industrial. Oh, it's a tractor motor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They sound great. Yeah, they do, they sound, do sound great. You can yeah. hear. You can hear every. You can hear everything happening. Every you can movement. visualize what's <laughs> happening inside the motor. But the paintwork, the airbrushing, looks like it was done by eleven-year-old. You know, in like some horrible beach town somewhere. He just got done I doing a T-shirt was, with Tweety Bird on it. He just got done doing a Taz and Tweety Bird T-shirt, and then the guy walks up with this gas tank and goes, "Can you do Jim's Jim Morrison's headstone?" And the kid was like, "What does he look like?" And he held up a picture taken from a mile away on a Polaroid in France. In France at night. Yeah, at night. And the kid was like, "Okay, you want a you want the zombie version Jamaican of... street painter, dude? It's the zon- What is it? It's a gray zombie oh version of Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. Yeah, painted on Jim Morrison's headstone, and." The the likeness, there is no likeness to Jim Morrison in that image. It's just a zombie Caitlyn Jenner. And then there's eyes that are supposed to be Jim Morrison's eyes that are just floating randomly in the gas tank. And then a series of just strange purple clouds and shit. And then I liked it because I like the purple clouds. The purple clouds, right. cool. <laughs> and then the Doors... The, the, the Doors the logo doors. was really nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> the Doors logo, album cover artwork, the Doors logo on the gas tank right in front of your nutsack was actually done quite well. But the rest of it just was... Maybe you got to drop a hit to appreciate that. You know what? No, you get lost in the paint. You never come out again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then the big yes. skeleton arm mirror Maybe, holders. John, you, you and I should yeah. eat ass. Plastic mirrors. <laughs> Black plastic mirrors being held by big fake skeleton hands. Chrome. Chrome skeleton hands <laughs> with wrist bones and everything going into the top of the handlebars. This is for real. Yeah, and then a three oh foot God. tall, two and a half foot wide <laughs> barn door the, windshield. It was like a kickstand. Yeah. And it was it was tinted tinted dark. And it was actually yeah. not a gray the gray tint. It was a dark no. It was tint. dark. It was dark and smoke. It had yeah. a black yeah black bead bead around the outside of it. And that was I mean it was, it's hard to ride with something. like No that. shit, you put a sail on a speedboat. That's what you're going to have. But at about five thousand RPM on the freeway. Yeah, yeah. It rode really smooth. Did it really? Oh, yeah, it was it was smooth. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Everything else is maybe. <laughs> yeah, that motor's a good motor, yeah, man. That motor's that's a strong motor. That's a 850 with a big bore kit, and it, it pulls like it pulls it like a train. Pull, yeah, yeah, it, it pulls. Got a lot of That'll power. pull your trailer and your house out of the mud. I mean, it's a it's a strong motor. Pull a double bottom plow with that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, and as weird as that bike was, yeah. I like that bike. I like that bike too. You know what I love? You know what I love most about that bike? The first time he brought it to the shop before he did the motor work, and it hadn't been upka fucked yet, because. 
the uh, the first time he brought it in, it was still an A fifty T three, and it looked oh, it wait, he, looked he great. He did this to this. He, he did every single thing you see there. He's proud of it. He's incredibly uh, proud of it. Yeah, he didn't buy it that way. Uh, That's not on its way to being fixed. That's the result of an art project. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... <clears throat> Nobody ever looked at Prince's motorcycle <laughs> up close and went, that's awesome. And if you did look at Prince's motorcycle up close and went, that's awesome, then you were in the category with Prince. If you really like Prince's motorcycle, we have one. Yeah, we we that we, purple one. Is, we have the base, yeah, and, yeah. and I, we could probably pull a windjammer out of a corner. I think everybody here it probably a has CM, one oh, yeah, their yeah. house. CM four hundred A. Yeah, yeah. CM four hundred A. Well, yeah, Prince's yeah. was yeah. the one we have is not. It's a Nighthawk, but well, yeah. it could be a likeness. No, there's a CM four hundred A that one of our <laughs> yeah. one of our ladies in sensible shoes owns. Oh, really? Yeah. So we have a lady in sensible shoes I didn't know that. that. Has a CM four hundred A in purple. Oh, the, with the with the fringy bags, with the fringy yeah, bags, yeah, yeah, I remember. And the like, big buckhorn handlebars, and we're like, that is one wind jammer. Yep, yep. And a purple velour tufted seat. I think I did away I, from I being the purple rain a, bike. Uh, I think I did a service on that, mm-hmm. and I was hearing the doves cry as I was oh, yeah. uh, doing the service. <laughs> yeah, if you open up the airbox, you can hear the sound of doves crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just what the bike sounds like. That's all they are. I, I do want to say, is there okay if I say, uh, I what, you got a rant? Mike. Yeah, no, got, not a rant. It's not a rant. Of course, say hi to your friend. Yeah. Well, Christmas uh, is uh, here, up, so. Yeah, Mike came up from uh, Southern Ohio and bought a V7 from yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And he really enjoys it. He's called me three or four times, and unfortunately, every time I call him back, I get his voicemail. So he must be out riding. He's, He's out, out riding. riding. Yep. He's out riding. So. Well, what's happening right now, and the podcast listeners, you know, you can look this up, but Moto Guzzi just. I, I guess they might have felt fallen down a flight of stairs or got a hold of some bad meth or something. But Moto Guzzi is selling motorcycles for brand new bikes for up to $3,500 off. And if this drops fast, the deal runs until August 31st. So you can buy a California 1400 brand new full warranty, full boat, full deal for $3,500 off. I mean, that gets that bike in your driveway for like 15 grand, 14 grand. But the real honey deal for percentages is the V7s because a V7 special, which was $9,200, is now $3,000 off. That's $6,200 for a brand new, brand new V7. Full warranty, full everything. That's a hell of a lot of motorcycle for $6,200. And because there's a price difference between the special and the stone, they're doing $2,000 off the stones. Your price on the stone is still sixty two hundred. So you know a lot of our friends who kind of see us riding those bikes and enjoying them are seeing that they can now buy it for about fourteen hundred less than I paid for it. Figure that math out. Uh, <laughs> that it's too good of a deal to pass up. Sixty two hundred dollars for a brand new seven fifty motorcycle is pretty goddamn outstanding. And and on top of that, it's, uh... it's a brand new motorcycle that you can. They have scrambler kits for it. They have scrambler pipes for it. They, you can make that bike into anything you want it to be. So, right. It's so much more um, customizable yeah, than, it is. than it's versatile. Yeah. <coughs> it's super versatile. You can do anything you want with it. And it may, it's kind of funny because what I paid for mine, what you paid for yours, what James paid for his, we all paid too much. And like the joke Story is going to be... Life. You should have waited. No, we're going to buy all these bikes that are with the giant discount. We're going to buy them. And then we'll take the rebate from Moto Guzzi to make ourselves whole to get back what we paid for him. 
And then we'll sell them again once the sale's over. <laughs> we'll sell them at the price they should be. And then we'll make money back. We'll actually double down on, you know, instead of losing money, we'll make money. You probably but, shouldn't tell people that. <laughs> we run an open shop. Okay. <laughs> I show people every day. People are like, well, can you give me 400 off? I'm like, here's the sheet that I paid for the bike. Now you tell me if I can give you 400 off. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That meme that went around where it's the picture of Michael Jordan holding up his one of his shoes and says, this is a multi-billionaire that you will never meet. And you'll wait in line and pay over retail for his stupid product. Here's the mom and pop business owner who lives next door. He makes twenty-five dollars to $100,000 a year on his best year. You can go to his shop right now and talk to him all day long. They'll give you perfect service. And you want to negotiate a better deal with this guy. You know, why do you want to bust our balls? We're the little guys out here taking a beating. Yeah, talk about my 14% profit margin and then realize I pay 18% tax. That's a good business strategy. The, the sad thing is they don't even want to do that. They want to come and look at product, waste your time, right. talk and talk and talk, yeah. and then buy it. Buy it on Amazon.com. <laughs> That's or, it. Well, or, even you know, if it's a motorcycle, right. buy, you know, there's a lot of these giant, giant places. Yeah. Maybe not for Goodsies, but for other brands. Not giant places. Brand. Absolutely. That will do the fly and fly and ride thing. Absolutely, and they'll absolutely. undercut the they'll undercut the fuck shit out of, it. Out of yeah. little dealers. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, but well, then they'll bring it into you to fix when it's broken. Well, the, the happens every is, day. Yep, yep. Yeah. they they confuse you with uh, like when they go to buy a car, right? Which is a completely different story. Right. Yeah, the so car they, dealers are getting holdbacks and holdbacks and holdbacks and holdbacks and holdbacks to sell the cars, and it is a different. I mean, it's a completely different game. Yeah, they think they show up to you and they can negotiate with you like right. you're buying a car. Yeah. That's it's why like, I'm always no, too happy. Motherfucker, you can. Yeah, it's very easy for me to go, this is the invoice that that bike came in on. Here's the invoice. You can see exactly what I paid for it. There's what I paid. There's the shipping. And guess what? Now, would you like me to be in business next year when you need your oil fucking change? You know? <laughs> or you need a tire put on or what have you. Um, in order for you to bitch about how expensive we are charge our tires to be installed later on, you must first keep me in business. And you can have the right tires. to bitch, bitch, bitch. Yeah. Whatever happened with the heinous gold wing tire incident? Oh, that guy, the 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 guy who's a police officer? Yeah. He, he ran his mouth and kind of went to Facebook and did some yelling on Facebook and left us a nasty review on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook and see it. And what's funny is he leaves us this review about how, like, we hate cops. No, we, we tried to give you a deal and you, we tried to give you half off. Just to be a nice guy and got the tire done for you in like two hours. You dropped him off and picked him up. Like, while you wait. And then you're going to bitch about like we charged you too much money. Well, guess what? When you bitch about us charging you too much money, then we're not going to extend you the courtesy of taking your credit card. We're going to make you pay did cash. Did he ever recant that? Or did he well, what he, no, he never recanted it. But the police department is doing an investigation into it because he's not supposed to be using his badge as leverage <clears throat> as intimidation when he's trying to do a deal <coughs> that's, that's poor that's poor etiquette by anybody's standards so that's still under investigation. that's under investigation yeah. but what's funny is he posted that up on Facebook and then like a lot of people commented on his comment so people on the Facebook were like wait it sounds like they tried to give you a good deal it sounds like they took really good care of you and you were a cunt about it and showed your badge to get leverage yeah. fuck you yeah. you know and so it's there is kind of something neat about the comments yeah. section is when you open your mouth on Facebook to be a dick about something, you know, and to be like, they treated me poorly. Well, guess what? If your argument's weak, a lot of people are going to see through it, and then their voice is just as loud as your voice is. So that seeing that pile of comments under his comment is kind of gratifying to be like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? If you're a jerk 
The internet's going to call you for being a jerk. And right. this guy was a jerk, so. And we don't care. I mean, whether we have four stars or five stars, it doesn't mean a hill of beans. The service we provide is a service that people need, and they're going to come to us to have it done. Right, and there's only so many people that do what you do. Yeah. And there's very few, I should say. Find anybody in the city of Cleveland is going to work on your 85 Nighthawk, you know? We are a dying breed. Shops that work on old motorcycles. It's a hard It's a hard gig to run. That's why guys don't run the gig. I was excited today. So you have an 83 GL 1100 in the Yes, shop. we do. Yes, we do. And it's beautiful, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. That, that is thing, nice you could eat off of any part of that bike. I apologize yeah. to the owner for sitting on it and drooling over it. <laughs> <laughs> that is well, super clean. Bike. That bike is super duper clean. It's a, it's a gorgeous Gorgeous GL. And yep. one That's, of our... It is. That's the 11 to have because it's a very late 11. It's got the GL 12 wheels. Really? Oh, yep. cool. It's got the track anti-dive. It's a really I just clean learned bike. something today from Steve. Every time I talk to Steve, I learn something. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Steve. Yeah. Late, the late 11s had the overdrive trans that the 12s have. Really? So, yeah, lower. I mean, it's it's got a higher ratio than yeah. the 82s and the 81s. Oh, that's so, cool. So that's when you really want to get. They, they've kind that. of incorporated a lot of the stuff right before the switchover too. Wow. So. Uh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's it's a beautiful bike. I mean, it's so fucking clean. It's so well maintained. Like it looks gorgeous. The guy really keeps it pretty. It is pretty. I think I'd buy an 83. Yeah. And then skip the 84s. We go to 85s, 86s, and 87s. We have... I'm so. a fan of the naked ones. Yeah. But, but 84s like the last those year, wheels, you get a naked. Like so. Yeah. We yeah. have a, a person at the shop who comes in from time to time, and he's just one of those guys. He comes in all the time, and he never purchases anything that we sell, but he always wants us to give him advice on which bikes he should buy on Craigslist. So he's virtual <laughs> shopping, you know? And he's virtual shopping. Unfortunately, he's virtual shopping on our hourly, you know, time. And so... I told him, he's looking at these different bikes, and I was like, look, man, for your... He's a big guy. Nice. <laughs> squirrel! <laughs> that is so creepy. That squirrel mask is super creepy. The, uh... He, we told he's him... He's not a Jared mask. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be a big costume this year at Halloween. Hey. The, uh... Oh, giant, you, huge you pants that you could pull out like, like yeah, exactly. With a little, yeah. little kid that pops up out of them. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, just be like, uh, you know, what do they call this? What do they call this American doll? American dolls, the real tall, big dolls. American girl. American girl dolls? Yeah. So just get an American girl doll, put on a pair of giant fat pants, dark hair, glasses, have yourself a Subway sandwich in your hand, and have a backpack with one of them American girl dolls in it. And that's your Halloween, that's your Halloween costume done right there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And that is... <laughs> My daughter has one. Too soon? I don't know. The, uh, but... Yeah, this guy comes in and he's always asking us for advice. And so we told him, you know, you're a big guy. Get a bike that's going to be good and the right size for you. You know what? Find a good mid 70s CB750. There'll be so much good support Lord. for you. Colin? It's, it's Chris Smith, I guarantee. There'll be so much support for you. There'll be so many parts available. It'll just be easy. So then he comes <laughs> in the shop and he's like, oh, I bought a bike. I'm like, what bike did you buy? And he goes, well, I'm going to need you to work on it and stuff. He bought a four hundred dollar right. seventy nine Goldwing. We'll get you up. Four hundred dollars, and I'm like, uh, "Does it work? Does uh, it run? Did I, it run in this century? Like, right what's the game? Where's the, where's the good deal in this good deal?" <laughs> oh my god! And he's just Hold like, on. "He's like, well, you guys work on it." I'm like, "No, nah, I won't work on it." You know what? You leave me, 
you, you, you know what? Sure, we'll work on it. The deposit's going to be 2500 bucks. <laughs> Chris, you there? I'm here. Are we trying this again? Hey-o! <laughs> hey, where, Hey-o! where are you at? I'm down in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. You're playing with Johnson, what? And that's close to Bristol, Tennessee. Okay. That's what the race is There is a NASCAR race this weekend. That's why you're there, right? He's making a left. He's making well, another left. Guess what happened to all the hotel rates? Oh, the hotel rates are all NASCAR pricing. Yeah, they're all tripled. <laughs> So I'm in a, a, a $200 room oh. at Motel 6. A Motel 6 for $200? Wow, they left the light sm- on and... And it's a smoking out. room. Well, it is a smoking room. Oh, what? I bet you're enjoying yeah. that. It's a good thing you smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to have to lay down a nice yeah. fog of cigar smoke to cover up all those palm malls. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I rode down here on a, uh, a GS-1200. Oh, wow. Where'd you get that? Uh, I rented it from Sills. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's a good way to and see let if you like it. let me tell you, if, if Hoffert's there, it's my favorite new bike. It's his favorite new bike. The, <laughs> the GS1200. <clears throat> Hoffert is I'm never here. riding another bike. Oh, good. So you can sell me your Vulcan cheap. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, like two, 200 bucks. Done. I want it. <laughs> Rusty Buckeye Vulcan. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to call in and make sure that uh, you guys are on uh, on target here. Oh, we're on target. Yeah, oh yeah, we're we're way out in front of the target. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. We we have sight picture. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, what's your favorite part about that big giant motorcycle? You know what? It's. the comfort level, it's it's got a higher seat, so uh-huh. I can stretch my legs out better. So, as opposed to the 1150 that I rode with, offered up to New York, yeah, uh, I didn't have any um, I didn't have any spasms in my hips at all. Oh, oh yeah. So that was nice. The thing's got <laughs> so so the GS12 extends your extends your time between stops to like a, an hour, like 60 miles. <laughs> I missed that. Sorry. Hello. Does it have a urinal for your for your nine year old lady bladder? Uh, no. You know, I just I just oh. uh, soil myself and Shitter's keep moving. Full. Shitter's, full. <laughs> Shitter's full. Oh man! I thought those brakes came with catheters. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a, a plug. A pee <laughs> flap. A pee flap off the uh, Larry David movie. Oh my. <laughs> So that's cool. So how many miles have you put on the bike so far? I want to say uh, 600. Oh, you're getting it. You're getting it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I only made one uh, one hour uh, detour incorrectly. Oh, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Did you end up in <laughs> Dollywood? No, no, I'm not going to make it to Bollywood. Yeah. Was it better than you and I getting to uh, Mid-Ohio? Yes. Oh, which which I now own a Ram mount. <laughs> nice. That's a step 
in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. So, so we didn't have to pull over so I could pull my phone out of my pocket every four miles. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That was a fun run. It was fun. Well, that's really cool. So how many nights will you be staying in the $200 Motel 6? Uh, just tonight. So Tristan is playing soccer down here. Oh, okay. So I, so I, I missed the game tonight. So I'm going to check out the game tomorrow and then start heading back toward uh, Cleveland tomorrow afternoon, somewhere oh, around five. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Excellent. So, will you be the only and, one of the? Uh, will you be the only one of the uh, uh, sports dads that made the trip? It's hard to say. Hard yeah. to say. Uh, <clears throat> I'm certainly the only sports dad that rode on a motorcycle from Cleveland to make. The oh trip. yeah, that, there's no doubt about that ever. That's 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 a serious. Uh, my dad's awesome award. Yeah. Hey, is Johnny Chrome there? Yes, yeah. he's there. Oh, yeah. So, Johnny, Johnny, last night I'm at uh, the Prosperity Social Club for that steak night. Yeah. And so I'm sitting next to a guy. His name is Matt. He's from North Royalton. Yeah. Yeah. So I told him, I said, uh, you know, I introduced myself. I'm Chris Smith. And he says, from the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell are you talking about from the podcast? So it turns out his name is Johnny Boggs, like Wade, Wade Boggs. No, his name is Matt Boggs. And he knows Matt you. Yeah. He, he stalked you around uh, a, a grocery store, but he knows Johnny Chrome. He and did. Uh, That's nice you know young guy. We talked about it before. I think I mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, I was grocery shopping. This guy's just like, I felt like a celebrity. Right. I felt like it. <laughs> It was my 15 seconds of fame. No, he's know? clearly stalking podcast members because yeah. he found you at the grocery store. And now he found Chris at Prosperity Steak Night. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got my, my, my T-shirt that says, I'm a podcast, um, you know, person. So <laughs> oh, that. That's the worst T-shirt ever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, why don't I have one of those? I went down there last night at like 9.31, and when those guys say 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. They're not kidding. They fucking mean it, man. Yeah. That place is a ghost town. Yeah, it was, it was empty. 28 or 29 after I rolled up, I'm like, wow, there's four bikes left. I wish I would have gone out there. They said it was a really low turnout last night, but I would have loved to have gone out and got a $10 steak because yeah. their $10 steaks are right on the money. They were delicious. I had already eaten and I only had one drink there, but the yeah. the five painkillers at Porco afterwards were they very sorted good. You're right <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. very good. Yeah. They fogged you right in. Yeah, <laughs> they cure your pain. They really. did. You're pain free. Yeah. All right, Chris, we're gonna cut you loose because we had to roll this podcast out. All right, fellas, cheers. All right, we'll see you, Chris. See cheers. You, Chris. Cheers. See you, man. Chris loves Actually, the call-in show. Chris, like, totally loves the whole, oh, okay, it's a call-in show. No matter, How does that come through? Did, did you listen to the one? Yeah, they, they, they sound all right. Yeah, yeah they, they sound right all right. People can hear them. They, you know, you can hear what's going on. The, uh... So, the, so the, Dustin just said he put a ram mount yeah. on your bike. Um, you know what? It's not a real ram mount. That's what we're going to talk about. If you look right here. You know, we've been, so, for the past year or so, I've been selling actual Ram mounts at the shop. And Ram mount finally figured out that rather than sell you each individual part, you know, the clamp, the ball, the extension, and then the plate of whatever you want to do, you know, by the time you get all three components you need together or four components together, you got $70, $80, $90 wrapped up in a Ram mount. Yep. And then Ram mount realized they were starting to get some competition. That's another foamy beer. These beers ejaculate. They, they are very excited <laughs> to get out of the can, man. 
The uh, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> most, men are, most men are very excited to get into In the, the can. can. <laughs> but Ram Mount felt the pressure of all these, you know, Chinese companies coming out, and, and we're not saying that. And I'll admit, I bought the Chinese company. Well, as you do, but here's the here's the point with this, you know, Version. with his faux pro. You know, that's fine. <laughs> He's going <laughs> He's wearing a. He's wearing a. I see. I noticed Dustin is wearing a built helmet. Yeah, not wearing a built helmet. Isn't that a built helmet? Fuck no, it's an O'Neill. Oh, it's an O'Neill helmet. Yeah, no, it's built built goggles. Oh, okay. The helmet's O'Neill. Okay, all right. I would never wear a fucking built helmet. Christ, is that like built but not well? Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. There's already a company called Builtwell. They're saying. I I, I figure they can't fuck up goggles. I mean, I will. I will tell you. If you're gonna start it, if you're gonna start a company that's a copy, at least they built. Well, I just think it was funny. It's like built. All right, Builtwell was already taken. So it and with a subtle with a subtle nod towards truth in advertising, Biltwell's already taken. What should we call ours? Built good? <laughs> built awesome? Built alright. How built about, just, all right. How about yeah. just fucking built? Let's just leave it at that. It was built. And you decide how and well. And they it also is. and they well and they did the same <laughs> trick with the lettering because Biltwell is with the B-I-L-T well. There's no U in it. So they just ripped off the well. They literally said, We're gonna take off the adjective. We're gonna take no, off no. the modifier. No, it, that the reason you know, they do that, that would be a is, great name for a cannot, company. You can't trademark a word. Peter built right, like yeah, the word built. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's sure. a real uh, word. Sure. So if you change the word, oh yeah, yeah. And make it b i l t. Right. You can now trademark. Well, built well is b i l t. Well, yeah, right. And that's so, just one so of the they, things. Is like they even built well could not. They couldn't trademark b u l. Right. You know b u i l t w l. Right. Can't, you can't trademark that. How about build it well? But when you take out the U... It would be like <laughs> if Craftsman... If somebody <clears throat> came up with a really low-quality qual- low replica of Craftsman tools that called them... Instead of calling them Craftsman, they called them Slacksman. You know? Cra- or Craftsman. Craftsman. Right. It's similar enough. Yeah. It's similar. It's similar enough. Yeah. There's definitely... What's the yellow brand from Home Depot? The yellow brand? That's not horrible brand. Stanley? I don't know. If that's what you're talking about, Stanley's not No, no, no. It's the yellow brand. I know what he's talking about. It's their house brand. The uh, the Home Depot house brand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's Whatever. no better. It's none of it's any better than. Squirrel. Yeah, none Squirrel. of it's better than, any better than Pittsburgh Tools or Chicago Tools from Harbor Freight. You know, they're uh, Harbor Freight. <laughs> I'm going to open a new shop called Harbor Freight. <laughs> the only difference between us and Harbor Freight is no no returns. No returns. You bought it. You fucking bought it. That's it. And, and our name lets you know the fear. Right. That you should. You have. shouldn't have bought it in the first place. We just drop ship returns from the people who want to return. Right. We yeah. Just send it from their house to your house. No, our ultimate. I just want to open a shirt. Uh, Nothing but drop shipping from China. Right. I mean, they, they do. It's called Northern Tool. Yeah. It already oh, exists. Alibaba. It's a catalog. Yeah. Alibaba. Alibaba, yeah. Right. Northern Tool sends you a catalog to your house that's as thick as the phone book, and you open it up and you're like, oh. Yeah, and then you realize it's the exact same shit as Harbor Freight, but it costs three times as much, and you pay to ship it to your house. Yeah, yeah. That's so it's gotta be yeah. That's their whole wrap. I saw one of those. The first time I saw one, I was like, "What? Is this fucking Granger? Did Granger right? Make no. their catalog a little smaller." Right. And I'm like, it, it gives you the oh, impression this is all of Chinese crap. Right. What the fuck? It's not even good Chinese crap. It is <laughs> no. the same shit at Harbor Freight. 
We could just have a store called Cabbie and Empter, and everyone would think it was all trendy and cool because it's such a you know, exotic sounding word. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, you, yeah, you bought it. You're fucked. No big deal. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. But we're. I wanted to talk about the Ram mounts and stuff because no remorse, no repent. That's gonna be the name of my store. No remorse, no repent. No remorse, no repent. No, mine's just gonna be called No Regrets. Mine's gonna be called No Returns. No Returns. Yeah. It's yours. Period. You own it. You already bought it. You bought it. Some guy came into my shop a couple of weeks ago. Dumbass. Bought like and wasted an hour of my time. Not my problem. Would you find a store called Not My Problem? And I found him mirrors to fit his bike, and he came in and he's like, "No, they're they're ten millimeter." And they're right-hand thread for both mirrors. So I was like, okay, great. And I wanted to have teardrop heads. Okay, great. And I go hunting through and I find them the right mirrors. <clears throat> and so I bring it up and he's singing me this sad song about, you know, oh, the bike of this and the bike of that. Did he and use they... them for a weekend and then try to bring them back? Oh, my. <laughs> so the mirrors for the set, for two mirrors, plural, yeah. was twenty four ninety five. Oh, what a deal. That's, that's fucking, ah, that's ridiculous. That's great. So then he was crying the blues. So I said, I'll tell you what, give me $20 cash. Just give me $20 cash and walk out with him. So he did. He gave me $20 cash. We're still a mom and pop $10 business. $10 a mirror. I that's, was happy to get him out of my store. That's swap me, I'd already that's lost, swap me money. Dude, I already lost money that's just based on how money. long it took. Okay. So he leaves. And he, you know, as, okay. as I say Brand new product for swap me money. Off he fucks, right? <laughs> so, off he fucks. Right. But not for far enough. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Two weeks later. But he does not fuck off <laughs> young far enough. Two weeks later, <laughs> I hear Andy... Trying to negotiate a return. Alas, he is back. Right. <laughs> right. Yonder cunt hath returneth. Yeah. Uh, with a vengeance. Right. And the I hear her trying to negotiate a return, and it's always awkward. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And she's like, well, do you have your receipt? No, he didn't give me no receipt. And she goes, well, we can't return it. And it kind of looks like it's missing a... So I just walk out. And the mirrors had nice rubber caps where the, the bolts are holding the mirror stems together, right? Both mm-hmm. mirrors had these nice rubber caps in there. Well, one of them's gone. And the other mirror's got a big scratch down the back of it, right? And he's like, I want to return these. They don't fit. I'm like, what do you mean they don't fit? You came in and told me 10 millimeter right-hand thread, both mirrors. No, Those are 10 millimeter <laughs> right-hand thread, both mirrors. He goes, no, they don't fit. They're too big. I was like, well, then you had 8 millimeters. He goes, and the other one, the one's threaded wrong. I'm like, is this a Yamaha? And he's like, it is a Yamaha. I'm like, well, that's right-hand thread on one side, left-hand thread on the other side. And yeah, eight millimeter. And I'm like, so you just bought the wrong shit. And I gave you clearance house prices. You're missing parts and it's scratched. Well, Walmart would give me my money back. This isn't a Walmart. And I just, I was just like, I was like, so I just said, what do you have to say in that situation? I was like, then you should take them to Walmart. Because they'll give you your money back. And so he was like, and he got all greasy with me. And I said, dude. I sold you those mirrors for 20 bucks. They were pristine in a box. You bring it back, no box, no receipt, no nothing. You want your $20 back and they're scratched and missing pieces? How can I sell that to the next customer? <clears throat> well, but you should give me my money back. I'm like, what? Because you made a mistake? I should give you money back? What did he do with them if they wouldn't even fit? <clears throat> Who knows what probably he did Probably took a hammer to them. But the point being, I refuse to take them back and I'll probably get a very nasty Yelp review as a result of it. Because people's expectations of... Customer services, you know, a little out of control these days. Well, stupidity. Well, it's because no of shitty places so. like Walmart and all. That. And that's the point: is it's like people. Is they will take fucking anything. They'll back. take back they'll shit. T- that they'll take has shit back that you didn't. A Target buy there. logo on it. Yeah. yeah. Right. They'll take back stuff that, that they haven't made. 
But that's just, you know, it's just weird. And, you know, we're catering, we're playing to the lowest common denominator, and it's that idiocracy mentality that kind of holds us all back as a society. But I anyway, that movie. I digress. I like money. <laughs> yeah, well, brought to my girls, Junior. Why do you keep saying that? Because they pay me money, dumbass. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, so I decided to get the Ram Mountain. Ram has a new mount that is all in one package, and it's very nice. And it's the Spider Mount, so it can hold virtually anything. And it will even hold like that big ass iPhone <clears throat> six plus. And it's this display pack where you can yeah, and you can play it with it. Yeah, yeah, you can play with it while it's on display. Yep, yep. And it's uh, fifty bucks, so fifty bucks yeah, full that's a retail. Good price too. Yeah, and it comes with that's the the really good clamp, and you can have your choice of either handlebar clamp mount or master cylinder mount. So it's a plate that actually with long bolts that mounts into the top of your master cylinder cover. Interesting. Most motorcycles have master cylinders, right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a really clever thing. It's a clever mount. Fifty bucks, your choice of not... you know the one way or the other. <laughs> so I got them, and I've been checking them out. It's a very nice quality. They're very well built, good stuff, and it actually says "Made in America" on it. Cool. So we get a customers get you know crying the blues about well you know I want to get this Ram mount thing that's nineteen ninety nine I'm like well if it's nineteen ninety nine it's not Ram mount if it's nineteen ninety nine it's not even Ram adjacent I paid, you know? yeah. right I paid, I paid eight bucks well so here's the deal so I can't yeah. make these customers I can't make these ha- customers happy to save my life your phone's gonna look really blurry when you try to look down at it well <laughs> so I go the Dustin route. And I, I talk to Dustin, I find out what his $8 mount was, right? So I go and I buy eight of these $8 mounts on Amazon Prime, free shipping, whatever, and get them into the shop. I put them up at the shop. It works? For $21. <clears throat> this is just a stupid text. That's all it is. We're offering you a RAM, uh, we're offering you a mount for your phone that goes to your handlebars. That you, you don't, if you were smart enough to use the internet. If you don't want to <laughs> spend any money, this is what you get. Well, I put a I put one today on a bike that I was checking out just to see like overall the level of security this provides to a six hundred dollar device mm-hmm. on your handlebars, and what I can say is the twenty one dollar cell phone mount is completely up to the task of holding a twenty one dollar cell phone. Go check it out. No, completely up to the task of holding a twenty one dollar cell phone <clears throat> yeah. because. It will after hold the your second, Nokia yeah, just fine. After the second pothole, I watched the phone move an inch and a half in the mount, trying to escape. And I went, <laughs> go check yeah. mine out. No, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to sell them. I'm going to sell the mount with a roll of duct tape. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, uh, mine, mine is rock solid. Tape, I'm so not, actually, what I'll do is I'll include one of the rolls of E-tape that you get from Harbor Freight that's like 10 in a sleeve. Because those are cheap, cheapest chips, too. It's like a dime for a roll. And so when the customer buys the mount, I'll be like, cool, well, with this mount, you get a free roll of duct tape or a free roll of E-tape. Well, why do you get a free roll of E-tape? Oh, well, you put your phone here, then you just wrap it with E-tape all the way around, and this way it doesn't jump out of the cradle. Or you can buy the RAM mount one for 50 bucks. No E-tape is required whatsoever. I've, I've had it on my bike for a while. It does a good job. See, I must be getting old because yeah. you know what I do with my cell phone? I turn it off and I stick it. <laughs> yeah, but with with the level of technology we have, right? And, and yeah. if you don't it's know not, where you're going, yeah. you have you have map, yeah, you have Google Map or whatever. You have GPS. Yeah. yeah, I use mine all the time. I've done something I've never done before, and I bought a little set of those Bluetooth headphones that has a little collar thing you wear around your neck, so you can press the button and you know answer a phone call, and it's all wireless. It's, it's Bluetooth. It goes right to my phone. 
and I can listen to music now, and it's very nice because it's noise canceling. They're, they're noise canceling headphones, mm-hmm. so they do eliminate a lot of the sound of the wind. The helmet. I was very surprised with how well they were. I wear earplugs for that. Yeah, well, I, this gives me the ability to, because my trip, when I leave my house and go to work, can be an hour in the saddle of a period of time when a lot of people are trying to reach out to me. Right. And then You're running a business from, right. your, from your helmet. So. Right, exactly. And then when I leave the shop, I'm doing the same thing. When I'm coming back, that's a period of time when people are still trying to reach out to me. And rather than just get where I'm going and have seven voicemails, this thing works good enough that in my full face helmet, built well helmet, uh, I can bring the uh, I not, can not built no built well built well yeah I can hear the I can hear the calls very clear I can speak and people can they don't even know I'm in a helmet which is kind of neat and uh, it's it works remarkably well and I mean that that Bluetooth headset thing was like fifty bucks and yeah, it was compared to my it would have been rider, thirty bucks was, hundreds yeah hundreds of dollars yeah, hundreds <clears throat> although I did get it on Craigslist for. Yeah, fifty. But just the same. I mean, this thing pairs very nicely, and I can press the button, and I can tell Siri to call or read my last text to me or play my last voicemail. You know, so I'm very much hands on the bike, and I do put the phone. I put the phone in my RAM mount, just so it's not in my pocket. Right. Just so I'm not like sitting on it. I throw it up there in the mount, and then this way too. If I did want to use GPS or something like that, it's really easy. And it does work remarkably well with Siri. I can literally, in my helmet at 60 miles an hour, say, you know, Siri, where is Massimo di Milano restaurant? And boom, there's the map. And, and now I'm traveling with directions. That's know? exactly the reason why I just, I, I got a mount for yeah. my phone. Yeah. I, I didn't care what mount it was. Mm-hmm. It was when uh, Chris and I were... When you got lost. Had yeah. you had that thing in front of you... <clears throat> Given you turn by turns or at least a map. Yeah, I, I kept having yeah. to pull over. Yeah. I'm like, I think we're going the right direction. And yeah. I would flag him over to the side of the road. Yeah. And I'd pull out my phone. I'd you know, take off my gloves, pull right. out my phone. You know, you know, back in the old days, we had tank bags with a clear section. that you Fuck put, tank you bags. You put this paper thing in with all these little lines. You know what numbers. I had? I had two pieces of clear packaging tape <laughs> right over the fucker. <laughs> and if I got really fancy, I'd buy one of those big glad Ziploc bags and put the map in there with the section that you put it up, weatherproof, and two big pieces of clear patching tape. That's he knows. With my cell phone. Yeah. Shit. When I took bed, my... Yeah. Now he's a pressing silly. You wouldn't yeah. need any of that shit. Well, I took my GT 650 Hawk down to Hawking Hills, and I was so concerned about the paint getting fucked up by the tank bag and the magnets and all that shit. I did the whole gas tank in packing tape. Because it peels <laughs> off really easy. And it did. <clears throat> and it, it looks hilarious. You know, and I had to peel it off like two years later. <laughs> <laughs> the tears later, I'm like, oh, don't take paint. Please. There was not a single scratch on that no, tank, man. It nothing. preserved it perfectly. And but yeah, that was the deal. You know, that I could have my stuff on there without worrying about my paint. And there, uh, oh, I mean, there's there's plenty of, but having that little bit of technology, and uh, you know, you guys know if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that up until a month ago, I would have said straight ahead, I don't listen to music in my headphones. That's my quiet time. That's my peace time. Well, now I'm there. I've joined the dark side. The problem with all the scale riders and all the things is I own like six helmets. Ugh. So I can't put anything in a helmet. It's well, got to be... The sound quality is not that... I'd yeah. rather, I, I tell you, if you wear earbuds mm-hmm. with noise-canceling earbuds, the sound quality is infinitely better it's great. than the yeah. other ones. I mean, I've tried to adjust them. I yeah. put them closer to my ears. Yeah. I've moved them in and out. No. But the, uh, the frequency response in yeah. the scale rider stuff sucks. And you can't change out 
at least on mine, I can't change out. I would change out the headphones. Sure, and put in of course better you headphones. Yeah. But I mean, it's got. I think it's just tuned for voice, and that's yeah. it. So if you want to listen to music, these things were not expensive, and so. they're uh, they're JBL, and you know they're not shit quality. They're good quality, but I'll they're around fifty or sixty. So they like this. Yeah, they just have a little thing that goes around your neck, a little dongle. It's like a little, I don't know, fucking <clears throat> half of a necklace. And then there's little wires that go up into the earbuds. And then at each one of these little things that's at the end of your neck, there's a button. And there's a button over here for phone. There's a button over here for music. Press the left button. Siri comes on and, you know, who do you want to call? Press the right button. Your music comes on. I'll have to look into those because yeah. that would be so much better than what I'm using now. And they're cheap. Like, you don't have to get... If you want the voice, if you want the uh, noise cancellation, you're going to spend double what you'll spend on the normal ones. And but, noise cancellation is retarded. This is coming from an audio yeah, engineer. Yeah, oh, it doesn't work? No. Um, no, I can definitely tell the difference. Absolutely. There's a switch it. on mine. It, it damn near halves my battery life, but the battery in that thing lasts <clears throat> a week. It, you know? it, it works as far as, like, yes, canceling noise, yeah. but it will not make, like, the audio in your headphones sound better. No, no. No, I use it when I'm running a loader. Yeah. So I put my yeah. I have these, you know, regular headphones. Yeah. And I and I put the when I put the noise canceling yeah. on, it's like the it, the diesel engine doesn't sound. That's as, the thing. Is yeah. When I have them on, and I when I when but your music will sound like shit. Yeah. Well, oh, it does. It makes the music sound yeah. worse. Yeah. I don't care. Here's what I need. That's the wind. Yeah. And that's what's bothering me is the wind noise. It's very and high frequency. Like, like I said, out. that's why I wear yeah. plugs. And <laughs> when I flip the switch for the noise canceling, all of a sudden that goes into nothing. Like almost nothing. Well, I need to buy. Yeah, a set of it's those. pretty so good. JBLs, you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I spent a little bit more, but I think it was worth it in the long run. And that was my first time trying them. I really like them. I'm, I'm kind of hooked on them. And it is kind of funny because when you see me doing my pickups and deliveries on Monday, I listen to all the podcasts. So rather than, um, you know, I don't have good stereos in my cars. My vehicles are all shit stereos. So what I have is I've got my little necklace thing on with my earbuds in. So I can listen to the podcast all day long, and that includes when I'm getting out of the truck to go tie a bike down or load a bike up. I don't have to miss out on the podcast. I can just listen straight through, and it's nice. I mean, they work really well. So pretty, pretty happy with that. You know, it's just, yeah, I guess it's my little discovery. It's something people discovered probably years ago because every time you go to the cell phone store, everybody in there is wearing those things, the Bluetooth headphones, and they work. You know, they're pretty cool. And it's amazing how far I can get away from when I forget my iPhone in the car. And I'm going to load a bike up, and I'm walking away from the truck, and I'm like, I'm still listening, still listening, and it starts breaking up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucking fifty feet away, and I can it's still a lot hear stuff. Now than they used yeah. to be. It used yeah. to be if you were like ten mm -hmm. feet away, forget it, they were done. Yeah, yeah, I know. Bluetooth's going a long way. It is. It's very, uh, very effective, and it does work. Uh, the mapping stuff works very well with Siri, and and it's it's remarkably how it's remarkably how good it works considering I'm on a motorcycle and there's all that noise there. That that microphone is still picking up my voice, and you know where's the microphone? Is it built into the earbud? Is it built into the little thing that hangs around my neck? It's around your neck. it's picking it up. It's picking up my voice, and it's picking it up really well. I mean, it's pretty neat. It's, it's built a, into the thing that's closest to your face. Yeah, and it works. I mean, if you had a helmet and you put you know the kind of mic, mm -hmm. wind things that foam big. Mm. Could you take a helmet and put one of those big? I'm sure you could on your helmet, and would that make cut down the wind noise? No, Just like one of those. Not. Depends how you're riding. One's, wow. One of those big wild weasel, one of those big yeah. fuzzy ones. Yeah. <laughs> I would want mine. And to just look... coat your helmet in fun yeah. fur. So it would be great. Just look like you had a. You look like Chewbacca. You'd just be riding looking at an afro. Yeah. 
That's the perfect no, thing. The, the Afro, Afro helmet. helmet. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. But, yeah. I mean, wouldn't, that no. wouldn't I mean, come down the, the I think the, technically, sh- yeah, it would. I would want mine to be smooth and yellow, and it would look like a Lego guy's head. <laughs> a Lego guy's head. Make it look like a Lego guy's head. Put earplugs in. Yeah. Same deal. I know that the one year I was riding in, uh, when James and I did our cross country trip, some of the Fulmer, some of the helmets that Fulmer gave to us to test on the cross country trip were very noisy, really fucking noisy. That one. Yeah, it's the the Denali or whatever the hell ADV. it is. Yeah, the ADV rider one. And so they gave us that ADV mm-hmm. rider helmet to test out, and the helmet was very comfortable, very comfortable helmet. But the wind noise, because of that big visor, that big shield, it had so much wind noise. And it got so bad that I was taping. I taped all the seams. And I could tape the seams. I just fog city, like I catwaxed the inside of the visor so it wouldn't fog up. Because we were going through some pretty bad weather. But once I taped all the seams, including the vents on the top, I, I was like, half a roll of tape later and that bitch was quiet. You know, that helmet became a quiet helmet. The Biltwell is a retro helmet. That's the Gringo S. It does not have any vents in it. There's no vents. And it's remarkable when you have a helmet that has no vents, how quiet it is. So my Aeroflow has more vents than any mm-hmm. helmet. It's got the uh, vents oh, yeah. all the way across the top. Tons it's of the noisiest helmet yeah. I've ever owned. Well, that's it's like... It's also the coolest, but I mean, right. cool as far as temperature-wise. Temperature-wise. But sound-wise, it drives you nuts. It's it's, like a, it's a torture. It's torture. I'm super, I'm not overheating, too. I'm not... You know, the Biltwell's not as hot as I thought it was going to be, being that there's not a single vent in the fucker. And <clears> when I tried the Bell Bullet, that very expensive $400 Bell Bullet, it has these four little tiny button-sized vents right above the visor, right above the shield. And I was surprised at how noisy those little vents were. I could physically hear the noise was coming in those vents, and they were loud. And I taped over them and then went out and rode the helmet again, and it was much better. So, you know, that's that thing. You trade venting for sound and sound for venting. Right. And, you know, running with the Gringo S, it's, it's very fucking quiet. You need a Piazzo cooler on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed with the way that it came out. So anybody have anything else for us? Yeah, we're 110. So I'd say we're good. 110. We're good. The uh, <clears throat> If you guys are really interested in doing the Rusty Buckeye, we've run into some problems with dates on the Buckeye. So the only date in October that works for us is the weekend of, I think, the 23rd. It's the only weekend that... Oh, we, it changed. Well, we it's the only weekend we don't have a lot of other events going on. Because there's so many events going on in October that step on other things. They're all local events. So the only weekend we could find that didn't have just events stacked up on it is the 23rd. So we'll see if people are... Weather could weather be could iffy. Be iffy but let's just say this. If people feel super strongly about it and we get a good group that wants to do it, let's say we're going to go have the Rusty Buckeye. But if it feels like we're going to be pathetic and there's going to be six of us out there, maybe we should postpone it and save our energy for next year and maybe do it earlier in the season when there aren't so many events. Because this October has shaped up to be a bonzer event... October. People are really taking advantage of fall events. And there really is. There's stuff every weekend in October. It's the pumpkin <clears throat> ale. It is the pumpkin <laughs> ale. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's got to be a pumpkin run, man. Uh, there's got to be a pumpkin run, and there's this place we... The Helltown or something? There's some Hell town... Helltown? Yeah. Hell yeah, town. some town that's been abandoned. We got uh, In Brexville. Brexville. We got to run out and see that. Forever. Yeah, well, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's an yeah. abandoned town in Brexville? Yeah. 
It's, it's called Helltown. Well, there you go. Let's Sounds go. like a destination. Look it up sometime. Oh. So, that in front of the, the phone's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, for a trip like that, I mean, we should just we should run down there on a Sunday, get a little gaggle of us together and run yeah. down to Helltown. And the, the TARDIS is by Helltown. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So well, we, we could actually do the TARDIS and Helltown in one day. I'm all fucking for it. <clears throat> yeah. But it's, uh, it's a good time. All right, guys. Well, on that, uh, I want you all to remember to... Uh, Drive fast and take chances. Hell yeah.